In 2018, with the last big government shutdown, there were closings that were getting delayed. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to the Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Matt Jones, and thank you for joining us during this hump day hustle. I want to talk to you about the real estate market. You know, it's a little bit fragile right now. A lot of things going on, a lot of uncertainty, uh, and many people are talking about a potential recession. And I certainly don't know if we're going to have a recession or if we already had one or, or one's coming or one's coming a long time from now. But people have been talking about a recession coming up uh, ever since 2011. However, the thing about that I want to talk to you about is a potential government shutdown and how that could impact real estate investing. Now, granted, the most recent potential shutdown was averted and the government is funded through November 17th, which is great. But we have another potential come November 18th for a completely new government shutdown. So if there is a shutdown in November, there are a potential few things that could happen. Inflation could start to tick up again, and that could mean even higher interest rates. Although that data generally isn't going to be tracked during a government shutdown, so the Fed may actually keep interest rates the same until they can get new data. And a shutdown would certainly add some level of uncertainty to the market. And it's hard to predict exactly what would happen, but there are some things that we can look at, such as what happened in the last big shutdown. So look back uh, December 22nd, 2018. It lasted for 34 days. And most shutdowns aren't that long, but who knows how long the next one could last or when exactly it would be. You know, a, a shutdown would likely start to trickle uh, the number of home sales downwards, which would certainly frustrate buyers as well as sellers who are eager to close. And uh, one problem is that vendor, or I'm sorry, lenders uh, need to verify buyers' income generally with the smaller stuff before they approve loans that are in uh, people's personal names. And that could become trickier if the IRS stops providing income verifications, which is exactly one of the things that happened in previous shutdowns. And also buyers who are purchasing properties in flood zones could also be affected because uh, lenders who provide mortgages often require insurance coverage to protect their investments in flood-prone areas. And during a shutdown, uh, buyers would not be able to secure uh, that and homeowners would also not be able to renew their national flood insurance program policies. And another thing, Buyers may also have trouble securing USDA home loans, and that's really more in like rural areas of the country. And USDA loans are popular because buyers might not have to put any money down if they are approved for those loans. Also, uh, you know, if you have rental properties, many federal workers, uh, as well as uh, federal contractors, and even those people who have jobs that are somehow reliant upon federal funding they could uh, might not get paid during a government shutdown. Now, granted, actually, one thing I recently learned is during a government shutdown, the government employees who are furloughed, they still get paid even though they're not working. You know, the payment will just show up after the government reopens again. So whether they work or not, they still get paid, which is something we're trying to do in real estate. So, but anyway, uh, those federal workers and contractors and, and other people, uh, you know, some of them will be furloughed 
uh, and others are going to be required to work. And typically, a government worker, like I said, will get those back wages later. But most workers, or uh, you know, uh, some of them actually do not. So, what happens with your residents if they no longer have an income or, or don't have an income for uh, you know weeks or, or, or potentially months? Well, they're going to have to make tough choices. Do they pay for food and their medicine, or do they pay you rent? And it might get really tricky to uh, you know with those particular residents. And if a, a shutdown stretches out for a long period of time, it could make it difficult for some owner or homeowners to make their mortgage payments and uh, renters to pay their landlords because many people live paycheck to paycheck. I think most uh, people in the U.S. couldn't afford a $400 unexpected bill that uh, shows up. They just don't have the savings to cover that sort of thing. And uh, buyers might not be able to go through with their home purchase, like I mentioned, also, uh, you know, a lot of mortgages, especially with the uh, larger stuff, are done uh, through Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. Generally, those mortgages are not going to be affected because, uh, you know, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, their operations are, are paid for by fees that are charged to the lenders. And also the Department of Veterans Affairs or the VA, uh, that will continue to guarantee mortgages for, for veterans. Uh, so uh, that particular thing won't be impacted at all. And then the FHA, uh, you know, FHA loans are, are a great thing. Like my first uh, real estate investment, a triplex, I bought with an FHA loan. And I know FHA loans are uh, tend not to be as competitive in the market right now, but uh, people are still using FHA uh, to uh, get mortgages. And the FHA will uh, still be able to endorse like family loans during a shutdown, uh, but there will be a limited number of FHA staff who are still working and underwriting uh, and approving loans. So, uh, you know, if you're uh, trying to sell the property or to an FHA lender or you're an FHA lender uh, yourself, then there might be a delay and be able to get those uh, loans put through. In addition, a shutdown uh, could also affect developers and builders who receive some kind of government funding for their development projects. And that can slow down their, you know, some new construction that uh, could be happening during a shutdown. Uh, you know, if I had to pick an ideal time for a government shutdown, and of course there really is no ideal time, the best time though would be, I would say, at the uh, towards the beginning of the month. And this is because most clothing or closings and loan-related verifications they're they're going to happen towards the end of the month. And uh, the next shutdown, like I mentioned, is scheduled for, or like it could be as soon as November 18th, which is right before the Thanksgiving holiday as well. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> hopefully it doesn't happen then, but we'll just have to wait and see what happens. So think back uh, in 2018 with the last big government shutdown, there were closings that were getting delayed because things like tax transcripts couldn't be pulled. And there were some issues with uh, the FHA assigning case numbers. So that could happen again. And uh, also this time, like I mentioned, those flood certifications could also be impacted for uh, you know getting a new mortgage or uh, re-upping your, your flood insurance. So really, you never want to see a government shutdown. Uh, no good comes of it. No one wins in a government shutdown. And it really does not benefit real estate investing uh, either. I mean, all, another thing, if you have any Section 8 tenants, you know, Section 8, people either love it or they hate it. But if you are using Section 8, of course, you can rely on those uh, those vouchers to pay uh, a big chunk of the, the residents' rental payments. However, that's going to stop during a government shutdown. Granted, 
you know you're going to get paid back when the government reopens again. However, it's highly advisable to have adequate reserves in place. Uh, you know, so if there is a government shutdown, you have money to cover the expenses uh, that are still you're still going to have to pay your bills, of course, during a shutdown. Uh, but you might not have as much income because of people not being able to afford their rent or you not getting those Section Eight uh, housing vouchers. So uh, adequate reserves can. Uh, you know, solve a lot of problems essentially before they stop or start. Really, all in all, I would say a government shutdown would not be good for real estate. But honestly, it wouldn't really impact it that much. And here's the caveat, as long as the government shutdown is on the shorter side, if it lasts for like months and months, it's going to start to have cascading effects throughout the market, throughout real estate investing. So if we do have a shutdown here coming up in November, I hope it's a short one, but um, uh, you know, have those reserves ready just in case it lasts longer. So thanks for joining me today on the Pillars of Wealth Creation and make every day a Saturday. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe, uh, give us a thumbs up, go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. But your rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to VentureDProperties.com, VentureDProperties.com and download our free ebook uh, on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and, and also look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out and uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.